Hey everybody, this is Brian Thomas from the Batman vs. James Bond show, and you are listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Soren with the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soren flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. Asante uh, Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Buffs talking about Disney stuff. www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin, and the rest of the guys will join us shortly. For today's show, we have a field report from Danny and Eli utilizing our new live Facebooking technology. If you were fortunate enough to be awake late Saturday night, you might have noticed that we went live, and all four of us were live on the air, and through that, we have joined the countless of other podcasts that are already doing this particular piece of technology. So your Magic Are We podcast has finally caught up with the rest of the <laughs> rest of the podcasting world. Uh, but hey, better late than never, man. It's all good. But yeah, now we have the ability to Facebook Live with all four of us. I know a lot of you have been kind of asking about, you know, yeah, I should do a live show. Uh, we'd love to see you record the show, you know, and see how y'all do it, all this kind of stuff. So this kind of gives you a little taste of how things go with this uh, special little field report that we recorded late Saturday night that we're going to feature on this episode of the Magic Are We podcast. So enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. It's a Magic Our Way field report, bringing you experiences from various Disney events and properties. Like, like hey, we're live on Facebook. We're live on Facebook. We're a lot. We are live on Facebook. All that. What All right. Look at that. He got broadcast. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. guest one day, it was fabulous. Tagger. such life and. Like I did the must do's, but then I wanted to do them all over again. Watching Stacy, no, it was it was wonderful. Oh, best thing I ever <laughs> seen. Did the TV. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> so on Facebook, do, do you see like all three of us? Yeah, you do, and whoever's talking, yeah, yeah, um, will gotcha. get big. Yeah, so it's yeah, kind of yeah. like what so y'all see on y'all's end. So. 
La 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 la. Did I get big? Yes, you got big. (laughs) (laughs) This is so we're live. I'm loud. So all you guys that are kind of watching, (laughs) this is uh, our live broadcast of all of us together. Uh, This is their uh, they're staying one more night. The guys, Danny and Eli, have been watching their adventures all week, and we're kind of just doing a little discussion with all four of the guys. It's a hurricane. That's right. Yeah, so yeah. we got all four guys here on the show. Danny and Eli are over on their porch. Lee's got people in his uh, patio uh, yep. doing things. You can see right here, playing ping pong and whatnot. Doing stuff, playing ping pong in the in so, the garage uh, over here. If if I could rem- uh, remind everybody, you know, back in the day at the old Epcot in the Communicores, they had this little thing where you could test out the new video phone, where you went to one Ooh. side of the room and you could see the person that you were talking to. And now look at this. <laughs> Lee's in Houston. Danny Eli are in Orlando or actually Walt Disney World. And I'm here in Mandeville, Louisiana, um, weathering the storm, whatever that is. In the middle is, of so. a category two hurricane still? Or how things going I think it's there? a one. Yeah, it's one. It's actually nothing. Nothing's happening at, at my house. There's a little wind, a little breeze, and some moisture, and that's about it. Well, it's we a typical a typical rain. night at uh, Kevin's house. Yeah, what? pretty much. Typical night there. Beans. <laughs> okay. So what we're talking about? How does it I know. So, uh, we could chat about uh, how your adventures have been going so far, if you want. But there's a lot of commotion on Lee's end. <laughs> that is yep, a very flattering shot of Lee lost to Vika coming from under the chin. Can you, like, <laughs> you don't want the down shot looking up. They, oh. The better is that worse. Oh, look at that. They, and now he's lost like 10 pounds. Look at that. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> By the power of lifting, so, look, 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 he has lost 10 pounds. 10 pounds? Nice. 10 pounds. 10 pounds. <laughs> 10 pounds? 10 pounds. We're like 10 pounds. Oh, <laughs> and, oh, we have a listener to ask. She says, are Danny and Eli having lapu-lapus? LOL. That's from Amber. That's watching Danny the broadcast at the moment. His- uh, yes, uh, I had. We had two for breakfast. Yes, two for breakfast. We say Great. breakfast, but really it was lunch. It was. It was. A, it was. A, yeah, brunch. It was a lap brunch. brunch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And two for that, and then we had. Uh, two yes, earlier. Yes, and I drank mine. Eli still working on his. I've moved. Well, my 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 has a little something extra in it. Yes, and because of uh, the rain and the inclement weather, uh, room service yeah. canceled. Meeting up with people to drop off stuff, so they canceled it all together. And then by the time they picked it up again, there was a two-hour wait to get lapu lapu. So getting alcohol. Oh, for room service? Yes, two hours. Was oh that because they couldn't go walk outside to the patios or what? Yes, and that's what we did. We went to Trader Sam's and I had a Polynesian Pearl. And you, dark and stormy. Dark and tropical mm, storm. Dark yeah. and tropical storm. And that's what I was. Well, I had a storm. test earlier. That's yeah. what I, was I had an orange burst, if that counts. What is that? Orange burst. Does that count? Is that our new that sponsor? An orange burst of what? <laughs> it's H-E-B brand orange soda. It bursts on your face, neck, and chest is basically what it does. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, what big lots did you oh. get from? That's <laughs> <laughs> ACB, like baby. <laughs> wow, that's what you need, more sugar. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I need some right now. Oh, look, there's Becky. Becky's on. Becky. They're online oh, watching. Did we answer Amber's question? God. I think we answered your question. Yeah, yeah. We, we've been. Yeah, yeah they answered Amber's question. Yes, I'm not 
currently oh. having one because I drank all mine. Eli still has a little left. Yes, but it's yeah. He's, he's uh, Amber has another question. Amber has another question. Yeah. She says, oh. "Did Eli find Jasmine?" Yeah. <laughs> yes, Eli found Jasmine. Um, do you want to? Hey, what are your thoughts on that? Navigate that minefield. You go ahead. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna drop back and listen to this. Uh, yeah, Eli, step into except closer to the phone. How you doing? Uh, yeah, yes, dark and dark and tropical stormy right there. Right there, this all stormy. No, I I ran I ran into her. We went to uh, Cinderella's castle at a royal table, and uh, she was one of many princesses that that came in. But I gotta tell you, everybody was like, "Hey, you gonna go up and take the picture and everything?" I it wasn't it wasn't my Jasmine. She didn't have the uh, Jasmine say qua as I would put it. She didn't have the Jasmine. Yeah, it was a different. Oh. It, didn't even, it didn't even look like her. And then and, and I realized right then and there, my love is for a particular look. Uh, you need the real Jasmine, like the real Guano Joe. I think Eli thinks that Genesequa is French for midriff. Yeah. <laughs> you learn something around here, don't you? <laughs> you learned that in the France Pavilion. You're right, though. Yes. I. I I do not. I'm not a fan of that new uniform. New, yeah, the new costume is that. But he's right. They, they called her Jasmine, but I think the real Jasmine got sick, and they tapped the Mulan to take her place. Yeah. If that. Oh, so this is the reserves. Look more like she should be playing Mulan. She didn't have that look for Jasmine yeah. at all. She did. She did. Yeah. Ah, so interesting. I did find her, but in the heart, she's still gone. <laughs> So it's like oh, the Asian man. Jasmine? She was, if, if you were to ask, yes, I would say she was a, of Asian descent, not Middle Eastern. And, mm. and, and last <laughs> night, I mean, in, in Magic Kingdom, I saw uh, Aladdin and Jafar, and I was like, well, maybe, uh, and, uh, excuse me, and I was like, well, maybe she's around that crowd, but she wasn't. Right. So I mean, I gave it another shot, but, you know. But now, who's the who's the who's the prince that? Uh, oh, Elena of Avalor. Thank you, Elena of Avalor. Elena of Avalor, Avalor, yeah. Nice. That's enough to come right. Yeah, my. Yeah, she's like twelve. <laughs> Not the one we saw. Oh, we got Mrs. Hurst on the line. Mrs. Anonymous is on the line. <laughs> she she was well. I think he's talking about in terms of interacting. With her. She was very uh, worked harder, method, if you will. I mean, I like she was that. twirling with Lily. She was uh, she was into the character. Yeah. We went and saw Sleeping Beauty oh. after that, and you could tell Sleeping Beauty was going through the motions and doing what she had to do. But Elena of Avalor enjoyed being Elena of Avalor. Yeah. Yeah. She was, but she had a really, nice. really, uh, really good look. So hopefully, yeah. her cartoon or her product, whatever, takes off. You know, good, good for her. No, I was happy with her. Yeah, she was the best princess uh, I think we've we've seen, hands down. Right? Like as far as what she, she, she might have been the top tier of Elena's, right? She was like the as top tier of Elena. As far as the looks, the personality, the the just the energy, the energy. Yeah, she had it all. You you thought that she looked like the character, and you you know she was she enjoyed seeing the children. Every single child, she enjoyed spending time with them. Yeah, there was a family I think that was ahead of us, mm-hmm. and uh, they had like, I want to say like five kids. Yeah, and four of them were girls, and boy, those girls just 
drum towards her and hugged her like she oh, yeah. her some cornbread or something. It was amazing. Yeah, and she twirled with Lily. She danced with her. Um, she spoke Spanish with her. Um, I mean, I wish no I would have videotaped the interaction. I just, I didn't know who she was. Oh, I knew she was, but I didn't know what she had to bring to the tape. Yeah, because I really didn't know much about the character because Lily didn't even watch that show. So I didn't think anything special would happen. But yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, my girls watch that. So that's exciting to know that she's in the park. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, she's at Fairytale Absolutely. Hall. She's meeting uh, with Seaton Beauty, and on the opposite side was Tiana, Tiana and uh, Rapunzel. Yeah, oh, very nice. Shot, awesome. If, if she wants to make it in the, like, in the, if she wants to crack the top 15 of princesses, she's going to need some toys. She's going to have to have a movie. Oh, she's, she's not going to make it. I mean, <laughs> she's not going to make She's it. got a TV she's show. That's her thing. <laughs> she got the toys. She got the, she she got the TV show. Yeah. I'm sure they probably introduced her in a made-for-tv movie or something like that's what i'm saying like, yeah they did bad, they did <laughs> that's a yeah that's a bad you know that's a bad launch pad i i would i would think because you know you're you're oh okay that's a dude they're hosing pool. down the pool i thought a spray uh, was about to go you got some alligators yeah. over they're there? hosing down that what did you ask me i was asking if it was alligators oh if we saw any alligators is that serious? like i was asking if that noise was alligators Oh, the noise was alligators. Oh, no. But it is common here, apparently, for alligators to bite people. I watch the local news here, which I rarely do when I come to Disney, but that's a that's a common thing here. Like, you know, today we had good weather and alligator bit somebody's foot. That usually comes hand in hand. Go figure. Yeah, right? Oh, really? You watch that on the news? If you ever get attacked by an alligator, the secret to getting out of it is to take your hand and put it over his nose. Try not to panic, I know, but... That if you put his hand over his nose, alligator is forced to release you. Little yeah, little, little side, science little, tip that we learned. What's that like? Education. Little survival tactic. It's like alligator code. Is that like it's alligator like code? code. I think it's code for I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Suffocating an alligator. Um, uh, so, do, do we want to open the pan, uh, the Pandora box to discussion, or save that for when y'all are back home in the studio? What do you think? I, see, we don't know what we're talking about. So, I mean, like, yeah, we'll, we'll answer whatever y'all want us to talk about. I mean, if you want us to talk about today, we can talk about today. Although Eli wasn't much of a part of today. Eli was sleeping a lot of the day. Yeah, well, y'all went to Pandora today? No, no. <laughs> you thought we opened Pandora. No, oh, I think we, they went oh, to Typhoon Lagoon. Literally Pandora? <laughs> oh, yes, okay. actually Pandora. Right. Well, yeah, we can talk about Pandora. Yeah, that's what we I We didn't spend that much time there, so it's not... Yeah, we can talk about that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, we planned to go do the Nobby River journey, but we were having such a great time at Tiffin's. We ended up staying for about two and a half hours and didn't go back and honestly don't regret it. Um, well, actually, yeah. you, since you brought up Tiffin's, can we talk about Tiffin's? Because I love that place. I want to go there like, yeah, every sure. time we go down there now. So what oh, did yeah, you no, think no, about it's Tiffin's? favorite. Cam was wonderful. Oh, that's all. all right. Then the food? I mean, the, the food was great. I just would have liked more portions of it. <laughs> That's just me. I was starving though. Like mm, larger yeah. sizes? Well, for the for the entree, I mean, I didn't I didn't need more octopus, but <laughs> like, like I had like the you don't need those burnt tips. tips. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't need no more burnt burnt tips or the tentacles. I, I didn't need that. But just for the entree, <laughs> I would have liked a little more. But I was starving. I had to eat off of like other people's plates because I was like, this is not gonna it's not gonna work. Yeah, the rest of us had no complaints because he was eating off of our plates. 
<laughs> I thought the portion sizes were good. Really? Well, we had different things. We did have different things, but I mean, what, what did you have again? You I had, had a venison, the venison, dual venison, dual venison. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the scallops, which is only four scallops, but then they did a, like a kind of like a risotto to go with it. But also, like we had, like you had the octopus for an appetizer, and we did. Oh, you know what it was? We had the enhancement. We had that those Nepalese potatoes. Oh, so we got an enhancement. Maybe that was why we were a little bit more full. Probably so, because, yeah, those were good. Yeah, that was good. Tiffin's was delicious. I mean, I, I, I can't say. I mean, that's fine dining within the parks. You don't see many fine dining restaurants. Off the top of my head, Brown Derby comes to mind. Monsieur Paul comes to mind. But every other mm-hmm. place is not really fine dining. And it has a right, very right. unique look. I, I did like that. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, I didn't really have any major complaints. I, I really liked the look of it. It was different. And I can't help with the experience uh absolutely right but uh it was very unique absolutely unique oh yeah man we went to the different rooms we saw uh because they have an area based upon you know asia they have an area based upon africa and then they have like this bar the 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 bar is just beautiful um and then they have like a, a wall where people write down like um Oh my God! I took pictures of it. It was like this creative, uh, like words of wisdom kind of thing that they would write on the wall, and you mm. sit there and you just read what people would write and leave behind for others to read, like these inspirational words of of um, wisdom. And and that I, I thought those were good. I could have just sat there having a drink and, and doing that the entire time. So yeah, Tiffins is a must do for me. I mean, in terms of of dining from here on out, I, I doubt that will not be on the schedule. It'll be Narcoozies, California Grill, Tiffin's. will yeah. probably be yeah. now the new three must-do restaurants. I guess I got to save up an extra 200 bucks so I can get that wine, oh, I'm sorry, that bourbon ceremony. Yeah, yeah. That, nah, that, it's going to be gone by the time y'all get back. It's all going to be gone. I, that's, that's probably about <laughs> right. I don't know if you caught this, but after we ordered... Yeah, I saw it. You were like... You were showing like the bottle that was left, and then they were taking the bottle over to the table next door. Yeah, the people next was... to us saw what happened. They were like, "Bring us that." We want some of that. <laughs> Bring us that. Yeah. <laughs> they, everybody wanted to hate. They were like, "Wow!" Like we had a video and everything. We want that too. Like, no, y'all on no podcast. You just go ahead and have your soda. Leave this to the professional. And we didn't know what was gonna happen with all that. All we were told was that there was gonna be a, like Cam told us that he couldn't bring us the 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 um the bourbon that he, uh, his manager was gonna have to come along for the presentation which is when i'm like oh i gotta get my camera out for this so <laughs> we weren't quite sure what exactly was gonna happen but yeah that was interesting um a certificate that was crazy like you know the drink and it only has like it was almost like a like a comic book where it's like there's this many limited editions of this book and yes I, I told them, uh, I don't know if it, it got out of the video, but I was like, I was totally waiting for monks to come out and do a chant with candles, <laughs> like, session of this wine. And then dictine monks, monks chanting. Right, like they get the big box and the guy does the sign across over it and everything. About a hundred year bourbon. Oh. Oh. 
<laughs> they're, they're, they're breaking out the they're breaking out the incense. Yeah, I, I thought he was gonna open the box and like spirits were gonna shoot out the bourbon jar. I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> like well, at least yeah. it wasn't like Indiana Jones too. Cover your yeah. bourbon, Indy. <laughs> but no, uh, we got a couple of comments from the uh, from the, uh, the the people in the chat. Uh, Becky says Tiffins like Tiffin in, which your wife may have alluded to. <laughs> Becky's from Louisiana. I tell you, yeah, she's from no, yeah, she's from uh, Becky. Uh, Eli remembers Becky, the bass player, and she went to Dominican oh, at the same okay. time we were in high school. Yeah, Eli remembers was, Becky. Yeah, hey, that was a slip by on on that one. Uh, people out of town may not know this, but Tiffin's Inn was just dive that existed. It's an institution. It's <laughs> <laughs> an institution of pain. It, it was, was an institution. An institution for failing to live up to health. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, just because, you know, it worked for Rat Tattooing. <laughs> but no, it, it, yeah, they served, it was like a IHOP for, you know, like locals, I, I suppose you'd say. And um, back what? before IHOP moved to town, there was Tiffin in, there was Tiffin's in, Tiffin in. IHOP and Waffle House. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back yeah, all before those two and Shoney's. So just to make sure what you're saying is this basically Tiffin in was like a step below Waffle House. I'm, I'm thinking maybe three to four steps below. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Man. But good. That's good stuff. It was there. definitely That's a greasy spoon. It's hard to mess up pancakes and eggs, but I mean, yeah. But somehow they found a way to do it. Well, when they're swimming in like a pool of grease, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with the rats. That that has something to do with it. The rats are swan diving, doing synchronized swimming in there. It's a gross sight. <laughs> Absolutely. How, uh, Be- Becky also asked, how would y'all describe the food? Like, what kind of food do, uh, would you say Tiffin's is? Exotic. Yeah, I would. I would go to exotic. Yeah. I mean, you got venison on the menu. You've got the wandu steak. You've got chicken. You've got uh, duck. Mm-hmm. Uh, scallops, obviously, whole. Yeah. There's a brisket, fish, brisket as well. I mean, they had a sampling, and I wish I could remember a couple of the more exotic choices. I don't. I, I want to say rabbit, but I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Um, oh, it sounds like like a like, like a big game hunter. Like yeah, if you were to go big game hunter, yeah. Like, oh yeah, here's some elephant, and uh, we have over here right. some grilled An octopus, uh, yeah, ostrich. <laughs> And ost- octopus and ostrich and venison and rabbits and like the whole menagerie. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, like when I was there in June, that was like their whole story was like the you know it's like a whole adventure thing. You know, all these people yeah. came, went on their adventures and they came back and they I guess they brought their recipes. I don't know <laughs> if that's the, actually the case. Um, but yeah, they oh, wait, say they brought all these kind of dishes back. Yeah, I forgot the guy that sat us gave us a little uh, uh, a brief brief history upon what that place was like, and that's basically what he told us was just like you know all these adventurers came back and then they you know they 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 had discovered all these dishes and stuff and you know they put into this restaurant so where i stayed where i had dined was called the study and uh so yeah it was kind of like a like a little library kind of area kind of thing it's kind of cool i saw it i saw it yeah yeah but cam definitely encouraged us to step outside of our comfort zone absolutely that's the that's what he said and uh so yeah when eli when eli ordered octopus i said eli here's you and here's your comfort zone oh. because he really, that's not normal for him. No, absolutely not. But I say, like, yeah, you know, when in Rome, eat an octopus. <laughs> and I, so, I, so, I, so now you can try octopus sushi. I, I don't know about that. I've had, I've had octopus <laughs> with sushi. I don't know about and that. 
his was better. Way better. Yeah, no, I believe like, that. I wouldn't. I don't chewy. think I do octopus sushi. Yeah, it wasn't right. chewy. It, was, it, it wasn't. wasn't. You could definitely cut through it with a knife, and you know, and uh, succulent because <laughs> of the suckers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nobody did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, all right, so back to Pandora. I, uh, yeah. I want to know what y'all's thoughts on the Flights of Passage. Y- uh, y'all wrote that, right? Wow. wow. Yeah, Flights of Passage was amazing. It was a minute too long for me because I started getting that motion sickness kind of thing that I get with these simulator rides. I mean, I'm still a little bit bummed that that's at the end of the day, it's kind of what this is. It's mm-hmm. soaring, done simulator style. Uh, but, it, you know, I, I kind of wish there'd be more of a melding of, of, you know, practical, like real thing, real effects and and, and um, simulation. But Maybe you throw a tree branch at you or something. While you fly it around, or they, yeah, but I mean, again, all simulation, like you know, there, there wasn't like, I guess you had smells. I guess if that counts as 4D, there was smells, wasn't there? Yeah, there was some splash of water. I, I want to say, there may have been. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was worried at first before we went into it because uh, you know how they have on the outside, there's the actual seat. You yeah, know, like you can see if you can fit like a into test it. seat. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so. I don't know where this dude came from, but this huge guy, he came up to me and he was like, we might have problems sitting on this seat there, brother. And I was like, what are you talking about? And, he, and this was like, he was like, like are we riding together? Yeah. I was like, I was like, this is a huge <laughs> man, you know? And I did, I'm a tall He found guy. somebody to bond with. Yeah. Yeah. You want to sit on the handlebar? You want, what, what, what we going to do? <laughs> where we going to sit? You want to ride on the back? Yeah. Put so, your hands around my waist. <laughs> he wants to give you a pump. <laughs> well, hold me a bill of the night. Nah, but so that had me worried. But no, actually getting in there, that was um, the queue was weird. But um, the ride itself for me was great. I, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, like there was, I mean, like I was comfortable sitting in there. But there was this part where, like, I was in it. I, I don't know, like you fly, you're going back and forth and in and out. Like, man, I, I loved it. I, I wanted to go on it again. <sighs> I was speechless. I, I I really liked it, but I got a little disoriented at one point where they like have you like you're like shooting straight up, mm-hmm. and it's like you dodge around these trees and stuff, and then like you know mm-hmm. you're like Ooh, you're going all the yeah. way down, and I'm like oh. Man, there was one point where they, yeah, they trick you like mentally. I braced for impact. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm hitting the ground. I know I'm hitting the ground. Something is about there's gonna be a, a <laughs> slamming or something that's happening there. But you, the, I think the greatest compliment you can pay the ride is that again, come from two people who aren't really Avatar fans. That ride right. was so pumped up afterwards. You were like, oh, I gotta get a T-shirt or something. Like you know, when you when you yeah, exited through true. the gift shop. I mean, I, I think he bought a T-shirt. I bought a, I bought a T-shirt. Yeah, my daughter was excited. She was making. She had the line of the of the of the night that day when we're walking out of. We just ride it. She gets off, and I said, "Baby, how'd you like?" She's like, "Daddy, that was awesome." And I'm like, I turn and talk to my wife, and she tugs one more time. She said, "Daddy, they didn't really switch our brains around with that thing, did they?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Like, nah, sweetie, they didn't do that, but it was really, Disney magic. You know, as far as the ride itself, I mean, like everybody's like, yeah, it's like you know, you go out on Soarin', and I mean, that's a decent description, but it's it, to me, it wasn't the same thing. I mean, like Soarin', you're like, ooh, you know, you're you're looking down on an object and stuff. This really, well, you're not me, really moving. You're, yeah, I mean, you're you're just kind of you're hanging and you're 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 there looking at the screen. But this was that was mm-hmm. different uh, to me because it was I swear it was one part I was like, I was kind of hunched down on my little seat, like just ready for what I was going like 
that thing has an amazing ability to just kind of like fool all your senses yeah, and it does. just be like, you're there. So um, that was that was killer. But when I say soaring, I mean like if you looked around, you could plainly see that there were rows of people all on bikes mm. in front of a big screen. Yeah, you know, it's just that there was a lot more movement and and. There wasn't the steady float that you were zipping around there, and so that that's that's what I mean by soaring is. This is a huge screen with lots of people kind of you know staring at it. No, you no, you're right. I mean, and, and it's a it's a it's a very good description. It's just that you're I mean, you really have to just tell yourself like, holy crap, I'm facing the screen. Like, holy crap, I'm going up, I'm going down, and you know all that stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. the now, there were the parts where, like, you would, I guess they figured they didn't want you to get sick or something, so then they'd stop you, and then you'd be in this, what was the area with the trees and the floating jellyfish. And, oh, you went in a little cavern? When you land yeah. on the branch or something? That's at, like, the very end, where you land on the branch, and you look over the entire land, and you're like, and it's like Pandora, beautiful, and scene, and you come back. Uh, but there's also a scene where you kind of fly into a cavern, and you mm-hmm. stop there. And these little red things, and again, it's like taking the beauty of Pandora. These little red, right? Everything's glowing, glowing and stuff yeah. like that. It's everything's fluorescent. So I'm figuring that's your time to kind of take a break before you right. like fly up and down around. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I would say this: there was like a, I guess a plus it thing to do to it. Mm-hmm. I so wanted to shoot the the Thermidor. That's what the lady told me it was. Oh, I bought my shirt. But the orange creature that's flying around, the bad band. Yeah. yeah, the bad one. And it's on the <laughs> branch. It's like, rah! You know, I'm like, man, let's wear something where I can, you know, have claws or something. Because I ain't want this thing tormenting me all day. <laughs> yeah, you want, want the red back. button to shoot some peanuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would <laughs> like something like that. But that's just, that's like a real small detail. But I would ride that again. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would ride that again. I love that. I have, yeah. I have a question for you guys. Cool. When you, a quick question. So, were you able to get a fast pass for this? I don't remember if we were able to book it originally or not. What? Pandora? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Flight of Passage. Yes, we did. Yeah. That was okay, the only cool. way to get on there. So, otherwise, it was like a 160-minute wait, and that wasn't happening. Right. And that, that's my question. Like, as good as it was, what's the longest you would wait for that ride without a fast pass? What? In your opinion, it's funny you like, asked okay. that, because our legal counsel actually asked that question, that same question. Oh, Harry? Harry Bernstein? <laughs> Yeah. All right, cool. What so I, what, what's the wait? longest you would wait for that ride without a fast pass? Well, that's just, it's, just, uh, it's tricky because what's the longest I would wait for it without a fast pass if I never rode it over 60 minutes? Now that I've ridden it, probably around 35, 40 max. Yeah, I would say, I would say, yeah, 45 minutes at most. But that's saying if I went there and there was no, like if I went there, and I was like, yeah, I'm just here. I, don't, I didn't have anything else to do. Then, yeah, I would do that. But, yeah, the thing shows up, like, because I got there a little early just so I could figure out where it was. And it was two hours when I first got there before y'all showed oh, up. Oh, wow. And I was like, yeah, no, hell no. That's 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 too much. Because, I mean, there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of things you could do in Animal Kingdom, um, period, mm-hmm. for two hours. So if you're going to go ahead and say, I'm going to devote basically a quarter of my day to this ride, unless you're spending the night there. Yeah, yeah. 25 minutes tops. But it's a- hey, if I could inter- <laughs> if I could interrupt real quick, uh, uh, your waiter sure. Cam is actually watching this video right now. Oh, so, cool, yeah. man! Cam, dude, you were awesome, man. Okay, we were just talking about how great you were uh, at dinner and how much we enjoyed you. Now we hear Kevin is telling us there's a backstory behind Tiffins that all these um, 
Would you? How'd you put it, Kevin? That all these exotic. Well, it's like kind of like the like a yeah for when they're on their ventures or something. They you know they they discovered whatever the I, f- I forget exactly like the I mean the meals or the all the different tastes and flavors that they discovered. And they brought no it back or something like that. To live dangerously, but I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> about uh, uh, the backstory in terms of all these adventurers have brought together all these different recipes that they found out in their adventures to bring back. I, that maybe maybe that was said. I just don't remember it. Well, we were having such a good time. Yeah, I mean, I could be remembering it wrong. I mean, I, you know, because uh, I remember something like that from our waiter when I was there in Jul- in June. You know, so I could mm-hmm. be misquoting that, but I know it's something along those lines. Oh, okay. But yeah, other than that, with Pandora, uh, yeah, I, look, it, P- Pandora was nice. The only thing I'd say is like, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen the movie, and a couple of people asked me the same question. Like my dad asked me this. And I think Anna asked me. This. She said, "Is this really what the world looked like in the movie?" And I was like, I don't really remember, but I would say no. I was like, I don't remember. Um, I, I agree with no. Most of it was pretty much the area that you're actually walking around. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I've seen video of the Navi River Journey, and that looks like what you saw. That's that's more what I equate to walking through. The, the caverns, was, that was pretty legit. Yeah. I give him that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but there wasn't you know yeah there wasn't there wasn't a, the story in the movie was just them pretty much fighting you know the people that owned at two oh nine you know basically <laughs> so there wasn't that much interaction with the Navi land itself mm-hmm. like there was in this ride. Hey, is right. Kirk Landry watching by any chance? No, he's not. But um, Cam oh. did give us a little backstory. He said oh, okay. he just wrote it in here. Want me read it to you? He yeah, says, yeah, cultural definitely. anthropologists traveled the world in search for info for the park, and people shared the foods of their cultures, which Joe Rody shared with our chef staff. Also, your waiter in June may have told you, but he wasn't up to Cam's snuff. And then he says, <laughs> LOL, just kidding. <laughs> Cam's at a high bar as far as waiters yeah. go. I don't support many waiters, but he gave my support. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, I watched that video, man. Totally. He was awesome. That was an awesome. That was an awesome day. He impressed us like from the moment we sat down, and but Cam will appreciate this. Um, from the moment we sat down, we were talking, and he was so knowledgeable. My dad turned to me because we said, "How long have you been here?" He said, "A month." As soon as he walked away, Dad goes, "There's no way he's been here for a month. He that he knows this stuff too well. He can't have been here for just a month." So then Cam actually had to come back and get one of his fellow waiters to Mark vouch Anthony. Mark Anthony. To vouch for the fact that yes, he had indeed been there for only a month. Oh wow! Wait, oh, who, yeah, you, said, you said Mark Anthony? Mark yeah. Anthony. Yeah, I was who, like, where's like, Jane? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ken says the bar is only four point seven feet tall. Not that high. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad he's <laughs> keeping up with it. That's cool. Yeah, that, that that's cool. He was a cool guy. Yeah. We talked to him about the podcast and everything. I was like, hey. You know, we told him we want to have him on one day. But, I mean, obviously, we know working for Disney that, you know, uh, what you call we, we probably have to wait until uh, such time. Because, I mean, when we talked to him, he talked about all the different jobs. Like, he was in guest relations. He did the VIP tours and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Remember he was the dude on the credit card? Oh, yeah, he was the dude. He, was, he worked at Hollywood Tower of Terror on the credit card. He, he showed us that. That was really cool. The credit card? His credit card is a picture, I guess, that Disney did at one point in time where you could get your credit card done like the Tower of Terror. And he was the bellhop, the spooky oh, bellhop. Oh, okay. In the, in 
correct me if I'm saying this wrong, Cam, but I believe that's what you showed us. Yeah. Like, I never, I never really I, knew that they had one like that. So, yeah, they hit it. I think he logged off. He said good night, guys. Oh, good night. Yeah, I think it was something like he said they Disney at one point was trying to, you know, tie in with MasterCard, and so yeah, he was the base of the card. It was, it was crazy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But I was gonna look. The reason I was asking about Kirk Landry was because. Uh, so today we went to Typhoon Lagoon, uh, and this is now like the maybe the third consecutive trip that we've gone that we've made a point to go to Typhoon Lagoon. And I used to say that Hollywood Studios was Disney's fourth best park, fifth best park. Yeah, fifth. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. God. I'm sure Kirk will see this later. Yes. Yeah, but it was uh, the addition of Misadventure Falls with Crush Gusher and the Crushing Gusher and with the different lane. Oh man, no. Typhoon Lagoon's just awesome. Now we are we giving Hollywood Studios a bad name because of what we went through. Oh, we had a bad time in Hollywood yeah, Studios. Let's bad. talk about that. Yeah. Well, this. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I saw some of the video. Yeah, that looked kind of a mess. Yes. Okay. So. I'm not sure how much we've said in the video because my dad already, you know, got on my case for uh, outing him in the video as the mastermind <laughs> behind <laughs> sneaking backstage. <laughs> he said, and I said, look, I just told it like I remembered it. And he's like, that's not how I remember it. You were the one who led things. And I'm like, I've got witnesses. And he no. says, no, you've got an influence with those people. But who, who was the one that encouraged us all to take the, the shortcut? I'm already in enough heat with your dad as it is, but uh, no, it was it was him. I was there, I remember it was like, we were standing right there by the by the cast members only side, and uh, he's like, he basically was like, go for it, son. Let's go for it. Nobody see us do it. Kev, look, all we wanted to do when we went to, to the studios, I, I said yeah. when we got in there, all I wanted to do was go ride Muppets. And leave. All I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Jeez. It, it just so happened that we were late getting out because this was at a moment where we were. I think that this was the day we we had just refigured everyone's reservation, so we made sure everyone had a room to stay in because we were going to do an extra day. So we had a late start, so everyone was hungry. I said, "Let's wait till we get to the Magic Kingdom to eat." People were like, "No, we're hungry." So we get in. Um, we get in the studios, and immediately, like, as soon as we get in the studios the bad weather starts to roll in, right? Mm-hmm. So we made it no far further than what used to be the villain store. Um, you, one of your favorite, which is yeah. now a Pixar. It, it, thematically, it, it, even the gift shops are a mess. Like that whole store, that villain store, that was at Sunset uh, Boulevard. Um, yeah, yeah, Sunset. Ah, uh, no, well, it was a Boulevard, but yeah, it was like Sunset. Sunset something or whatever it was. That thing used to be the coolest villain store. They had like, they did... Um, like treats, like, uh, you know, sweets and everything like that at the front of the store and towards the back with all the villains merchandise. The store is still themed villains, but it's all a Pixar store now. You can tell they're, they're right. bracing for it to become part of the Pixar uh, family. So we got stuck there by the rain because the heavens opened up. My mother's scooter at some point in time went out. So in the middle of a th- of, of a downpour, we're having to change out her scooter. They got to get somebody to come over to meet her to take the scooter, uh, just in order for that to happen. Because she wasn't, she couldn't drag the scooter back. So now she had to wait there. So I had to go do reconnaissance because I went and bought a poncho. So I had to do reconnaissance. The scouting, by the way. Yes, uh, to try and find us a place to go because the idea, because listeners wanted us to, we were going to go to the baseline. 
and we're going to have like some bar food and you know, just have a snack and two over there in preparation for the Halloween party. I go running over the baseline. The baseline's packed because everyone's stepped underneath there just like they've stepped underneath um, every gift store, every, every ride that they could to get shelter. So we really couldn't go there. So I'm coming back and I'm like, well, let's go ahead and see about, you know, booking lunch at uh, Brown Derby. Well, the Brown Derby's like, yeah, we can't see you for another 45 minutes. Right. So by the time I got back, it was, the rain had lulled enough to where we could get out now. So then the idea was we were going to hightail it to Muppets to go and we'd have counter service because we had a bunch of counter services left over at Pizza Rizzo. So we hightailed down that street. We hit a dead end, which, again, you know, you go into these parks so many times, you know them, and, but when the blue walls go off, you don't know what they're shutting down. So as we hit the dead end, it starts pouring again. And that's when Dad's like, all right, come on, let's go ahead. We're going straight through here. We, go, we ducked through Imagineer, and we passed through at least three or four cast members who I'm sure they must have seen us, but they didn't say anything. And we come out, and where do we come out at? The baseline. So like, literally, uh, the door. Perfect. The door, the door is to the right baseline there. is right there. And at that point in time, perfect. because it let up before, there was space. So that's when we snuck in there. And and I, think I, I think I threw some line out there. I was like, hey, that was a nice backstage tour. Yes. I was there. And so we did get to see all the Star Wars construction, and I'm happy to report it's still just mounds of dirt. It looked kind of like saw. a yeah. yeah, but it looked kind of like a big metal coliseum yeah. kind of thing. It was Some, huge, though. It, it, was, it was big. I mean, but nothing really like, oh my god, that was awesome or anything like that. No, it was more like let's not get caught. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a model of Jakku, right? Jakku. It wasn't that the place uh, where uh, what's your name's from? That's, that's from, the, from the new set of movies. Is Jakku, but I mean, um, yeah. there were too many like metal bars and stuff to really tell. I literally looked as if somebody oh, okay. build a coliseum what? and they use like metal like I beams or something. I thought it was just gonna be rebar and like Yeah, I think I think whatever they're building is gonna be someplace you've never visited before. But it's gonna be huge. Anyway, so Eli and I are like, okay, well we'll now that we've got space we'll go to the bar. Everyone wanted us we'll at least have a drink here. So at least we can talk about the drinks. And drinks were I enjoyed my beer. I had like a I had a cider actually, not even a beer. Mm-hmm. And it was a blood orange cider. I've never had that before. Thought it sounded interesting, tried it and uh and really enjoyed it. But my mom my dad and my wife went with Lily off to Pizza Rizzo to grab a table and already start to ordering process. Elon and I grabbed the drinks, cut a quick video. By the time we got over there, Pizza Rizzo, they said, had, which I see my, my, my wife and my father sitting outside, and they say, Pizza Rizzo's closed. And it was 4.30. Right. And I was like, what counter service closes at 4.30? That one did. Yeah, that one did. So now we're stuck in the park. We're deeper into the park. It's raining. The closest thing you can even think of at this point is the ABC commissary. But no one wants to eat there. No one wants to eat at the commissary. Right. That's like the worst. We were starving. We were. We were. Starving. I mean, like, rib cages was poking out starving. <laughs> my mom finally got to the front of the park to go ahead and do our stroller exchange, and so we made uh, we made off to go meet up with her. But we were right there by the Muppets. I wanted to go in so bad. In fact, while we were waiting to find out exactly where my mom was, I ran to the gift shop because I'm like, there's no way this isn't going to happen. 
Uh, it's just too many. So I ran the gift shop just to see if there was like a new Muppet shirt. Nothing. They they don't take care of that franchise like they should. Um, but anyway, oh, yeah, yeah, I tailed it out of there. And uh, we got as soon as we get out of the studios, it stopped raining, and the have it was clear and it was sunny, and we got there and just in time for the uh, Halloween party at the Magic Kingdom. Stopped off at Casey's. They stopped off at Casey's. We went to Liberty Tree Tavern and had like a corn dog, on and I and. Um, because we were waiting in line to see Jack and Sally, and that that whole Halloween right. party thing—that was just a massive hysteria. Yes, so much standing in line to see characters. Us. It was it was better the first so, time we went, where we just did whatever we wanted to do. Right, so basically, right. you guys went to the studio. Y'all went to the studio to have pretzels and a beer. Yeah, and that was it. That's what y'all accomplished, basically. That <laughs> and spending about twenty dollars on ponchos. We did yeah. that too. Um, did we buy anything else? <laughs> Studios. No, somebody complimented me on my Avengers shirt. There you go. I, I saw a piece of the Star Wars, I guess, production. Like, you know, it's like right in the center yeah. of the place. Uh, it yeah. looked cool. But then, like, they, like, but where we were going by the ex villain store, I guess you could say, there was like some um, Bachelor, what's that? The Bachelor game or something? Mm-hmm. Where it was like, they pulled somebody out of the crowd and they had people that were mm-hmm. dressed in the 1950s. You might have been doing reconnaissance on No, this I know. You're talking about the Citizens of Hollywood. They were doing a show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought they were like, bringing, like, The Bachelor. Like they, brought, uh, like, they brought the game show in. What was the game show they brought in to Hollywood Studios for a while? Yeah. Yeah, I thought they were bringing yeah. in The Bachelor. What this the hell? Rig- the desperate. American Idol, The Apprentice, all of them. Like the 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 guy, the guy who was a cast member was actually having to side telling people to applaud louder and all the stuff for like this wrong person. But I, I'm I'm not feeling that place. I, I I'm not trying to start any cause any waves or nothing. And it was an off day. It totally was an off mm-hmm. day. Baseline was cool with the beer and everything, but you know what? When you go to Animal Kingdom and you just see how stuff is put together there, and then you go out to like Hollywood Studios and it's like, okay, amateur hour. Yeah, it's like a throwback to a time that like I don't need. So uh, they really gotta updo, you know, updo that place. I mean, it's like a lot of stores and stuff. I give them that. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I I thought about this as you guys were talking. You couldn't get the. You had a hard time getting a reservation at Brown Derby. You know how freaking hard it is to get dining reservations at the studios right now. Because that's all there is to do, I guess. There's nothing to do there but eat. You can, I know you could get in, but it was going to be a wait or whatever. But even now, like, I'll try to, if I can, if I book someone in 180 days, it's no problem. But like, if I've got a family traveling in three months from now and we try to get booked dining at the studios, there's nothing. It's all booked up. It's amazing. You know, I mean, I guess probably Brown Derby is, is one of the ones that's easier to get because it's signature dining and not everyone wants to use two credits or what have you. But sci-fi, Hollywood, uh, 50s and Hollywood and, and um, um, man, it's been a long day. I, you know what I'm talking about the uh, Hollywood and well, Vine. Yeah. All we three of those. It's almost 50s impossible. Prime Time. Yeah. Yeah, 50s Prime Time, Hollywood and Vine. Uh, we could have gotten same day 50s Prime Time uh, Cafe uh, reservations as well, but it would it would have been for later in the day. Uh, and yeah. It just wasn't what we were looking for. It like to me, like the the hardest thing to find was counter service. Like the only other option that we knew of to go for for count. Holy cow, Leli lost the top of his pineapple. Sorry. Thank you. Um, the only other option there was to go to for um, for dining was that little outdoor area. Do y'all remember when we went on our podcast trip? Men and Bills? And we stopped off mm-hmm. over there. Eli had a turkey leg and everything like that. And it was kind of oh, a yeah, yeah. seating thing. So with the yeah. rain, didn't really make much sense. Yeah, not sense. good. No. So, I mean, 
and, may, and I, I couldn't remember if maybe there was a covered area or not that we could have gone to, but it just seemed like an unnecessary risk when you're running around trying to avoid rain. So you take that out of the equation, you take Pizza Rizzo out of the equation. I mean, as far as counter surface goes, it's a commissary or bust at the, at the studios. I mean, at least in as much as I can think. Yeah, and they got rid of starring, ro- they they got rid of starring roles. Yes, we tried for starring roles because we were right next to it. And I said, excuse me, what time do you close? And they're like, Baby, we've been uh, close three months ago. Three months ago. Yeah, been close since nineteen thirty. Oh man, yeah, yeah man, it's, it's it's a bad. mess. The Hollywood that never was, and it definitely will not be. Yeah, never will be again. But we, yeah. yeah, we went to Pandora. I mean, we got beer over there. There was a counter service over there. There's Satuli Canteen. We didn't go in there, but um, we, we went to Pongu Pongu. I mean, I, I felt like, you know, come on, we talked about Pongu yeah. Pongu. We had to get an alcoholic beverage from Pongu Pongu. And it was like we had two different beers, but they tasted basically the same. Right? Yeah, one's aftertaste was a little bit stronger. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the other one was green. Yes. One was green and one was red. Um, go with the red. Yeah, go yeah. With go red. with the red if you have a choice. <laughs> the red. Okay, interesting. It's kind of like the pill from like uh, the Matrix or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go with the red one. So yeah, I mean that's awesome. Uh, the, the studios is terrible. Typhoon Lagoon though is awesome. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a Disney vacation, skip the studios until they come up with Star until they open Star Wars Land, Pixar Place. Go to Typhoon Lagoon, man. It's such a great. Can I tell you like. We had some really bad weather over here. Never one drop of rain. Well, the whole time we were in Typhoon Lagoon, it was pristine. It was beautiful. We took a minivan uh, from uh, Typhoon Lagoon back over to um, the Polynesian, which was another good experience because I wanted a, a minivan so desperately. When we were at Saratoga Springs, they would not give me one. Once I got into the Polynesian, they were what? Like, you, would you? Yes, yes. It's only right now. Minivans are only at the Lost Resorts. That I, is Yacht and Beach Club, Contemporary, Grand Floridian, well, Polynesian. But yeah, but Saratoga is a deluxe resort. Don't tell them that. Not no, by minivan standards. <laughs> I guess it's not up to minivan standards. I mean, it's, uh, even uh, maybe because it's Fort DVC, Wilderness. but well, not Fort, Fort Wilderness. Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge. Lodge. I'm, I'm sorry. Fort yeah, Wilderness or Wilderness Lodge? Lodge. Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, because that's where that's where the the Roberge stayed, and they they had it. Yeah. So I guess Saratoga yeah. and Old Key West are not real deluxes because they're DVC or that's I don't it. know. That's well, weird. Fake deluxes. When you've got five bus stops, you're not a real deluxe, I guess. Any, anything more than two to three bus stops, you're not a real deluxe. You're a moderate. <laughs> Fancy moderate. <laughs> that's cold the way you put that. Upper picture. echelon moderate. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, y'all didn't pay moderate ooh, prices. Ooh. That's all I'm saying. I, you know. Tell me about it. I agree with that. Tell me about it. I really wish, like, you know, in, in retrospect, again, it's not the dog at that hotel because it wasn't a bad hotel. It's just, you know, it just wasn't quite what I thought it was. I, I can't say enough great things about Senses. I mean, Senses oh is, is such a, it's, it's night and day between the Senses that the, the Floridian and the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian share. The Senses over at, at, at um, Saratoga Springs is just awesome. It's so much bigger. Um, mm-hmm. But I was a changed man after that. Yes, it's it's a great place. Bet, great. Yeah, the, the resort itself didn't really do anything for me. But on, maybe it depended on where you were placed. Like it's not. Well, like, I mean, it's nothing uh, like it's it's not like it's got like such a spectacular theme. You know, like same thing with Old Key West. It's just kind of like nice buildings and lattice and you know stuff like. That. It's not like Animal Kingdom Lodge where it has a, a a theme. It's not like the Polynesian 
where it has a theme. I mean, yes, they, it has a theme, but it's it's not an exciting theme. Did they leave, and I may have said it on the video, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I said it on the video before. I'm not sure if you saw it. As God's my witness, I didn't, for the life of me, never even entered in my mind that horse racing would have been the right. Saratoga Springs. <laughs> when I looked at it online, when I saw the pool, when I saw the air, never once did I think to myself, it's all about horse racing. I really did think that it was like, it's supposed to be like Saratoga Springs. Spring, the spa, and the springs. They had a spring. They had a spring by the by your bus stop. Had that. Mm. It didn't shoot off all the time, but it. They had sp- it was springs in the bed. There was a fountain. <laughs> see, but but again, they also did, like see like right now, like we're here and we're like literally like one, like but well, we have either end of the hall where we are. So like I had like a. Uh, like the stuff you were hear with the Reveille and everything like that. See, I didn't hear that. I was in like a, a further off place. So again, the most I saw was like people golfing or, you know, I had like this huge, just green area. I mean, it's just trees and everything. So I like that. I was kind of secluded. Uh, I give them credit for that. But if I had been put where you were, where it was like, Hey, here's a taxi, here's a minivan, all that other stuff. And I'm by probably, the way, every hour in the hour, it's post time. Exactly. I probably would have been a little, <laughs> little sour on that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just thinking if you're staying in a deluxe resort, I'd like there to be a really good signature restaurant <laughs> that, like, oh my God, you've got to try it. You know, if you're paying deluxe prices, there should be a really great signature restaurant. There should be a really great theme. There should be no more right. than one or two bus stops. I mean, better connection to other resorts too. If you're trying to get to the monorail, because like we, we, there was one point we tried to get to the Grand Floridian. Well, I but mean, that's like, that's just Disney transportation. That's it. how they do it. I mean, but that's how they I'm do saying, it. You can't go from resort to resort. I know because there's probably some there's probably some people like, hey, we put in a bid for this, and if we're uh-huh. not going to help you guys out, that kind of thing. But that would make things a little easier. Like in other words, you could say, no, I, I don't disagree. Okay. Well, that's that's why they got the minivans now, I guess. So you can do that. But yeah, no, but even then you can't. You can't. But even then you can't. I mean, hey. But I mean, I know they're gonna they're gonna expand it though. Yeah. Well, there's only 25 minivans right now, and the right. guy at Typhoon Lagoon says that they're supposed to be coming. They're supposed to be coming around with 125 coming up soon. Having said that, I mean, still, it's the minivans are cool and it's a nice little thing. But I mean, you know, like for right now, it. Like, I'll put to you like this. Like, when we were at the Polynesian, I, t- I wanted to get a minivan to, to Typhoon Lagoon. You couldn't get one. Mm-hmm. They kept canceling my request for a minivan because it just wasn't oh, wow. available. Because there's that oh, many wow. people out there dissatisfied with Disney transportation that's willing to pool their resources, get into a van to, uh, together, and, you know, say, okay, just take us where we need to go. Especially when Disney transportation, like, okay, if, let's say I want to go, I'm, I'm at the Polynesian. I want to go to Typhoon Lagoon. I got to board a bus that takes me to downtown Disney. And then when I get to downtown Disney, I got to go get in the bus stop again to take another bus to take me to Typhoon Lagoon. Same thing with Animal Kingdom. If you want to go to Blizzard Beach, you got to go to Animal Kingdom. Then you got to transfer over to Blizzard Beach. And it's like, you know, you're almost taking two buses. It's, it's an hour travel time minimum just to get to a water park. You really have to plan ahead. Yeah. Really so, I mean, it's, it's good to have. And if you don't know what you're doing, that's a pain in the ass. You know, mm-hmm. if you're a first time, a first time visitor. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, I'll give them. I will give them this piece of credit. If you go to Saratoga Springs and you go to the 
to the bus stop there. Look, when you look on the back, they have the screen with the scheduled time that the bus is going to arrive. Yeah, those are good. They are on it. Yeah, very like, accurate. Yeah, there was there was points where we were like, okay, yeah, meet us at the bus stop, and like I get to the bus stop because of me, I you know I got nothing to do but throw on some mm. shoes. I get there, I'm like, dude, it said 3:08, the bus is here. Like you know, they but were they had they were those at the, they had those at the Grand Floridian. They had it at the Polynesian. Grand Floridian, yeah, yeah. When we got there today at the Polynesian, we looked at the because before we. We tried for the minivan. We went to the bus stop, and the, the, the it's not a good sign when you look for Typhoon Lagoon. The the, the time of arrival is blank. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's when I was like, it just popped in my head. Oh, we're standing there to luck right now. We can do the minivans. And so I ran back, and they got a texture to code. Like everyone told you, hey, go to Lyft app, and once you download the Lyft app, it'll know automatically that you're here. Like yes, missing some misinformed cast members, and you would do it, and it wouldn't happen. So finally, you had to go to Frank, the front desk, and even the front desk people didn't know. They found a manager who were like. What's your phone number? Soon told my phone number. Sent me a text. Magically, minivans appeared in the lift app. Yeah, he had to give uh, you an invite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Robert, the Roberts has said so that. So now I could probably well, book from anywhere in the world. Like, so now if I was staying in Saratoga Springs on my return trip, hopefully that means I could I could use a minivan. I'm not sure, but I would think. I would, now, the, the only other criticism I would give the Saratoga Springs is, uh, okay, like, I go into the, I go in to get the car to service. I'm massively confused. Like there's, I, I like there's 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 five people in the little the little kind of service area. They're all looking at me, but nobody's like, can I help you or anything like that? So I had to like find the side that says you go here, which is basically like the dude saw me and could usually point to somewhere and say, hey, come over here. What do you want? Because there was nobody in the line. But um, I got my I got my little. Hamburger panini, which was more lettuce and tomato than hamburger. Like if, you, if you say hamburger panini, I'm thinking, you know, a quarter pound of meat. Yeah, the hamburger is the hamburger is the first thing in the name. It should be the biggest yeah. part of the sandwich. It should be panini hamburger. Hamburger. I had to get a shovel the shovel and a pail and move the tomatoes and lettuce out the way <laughs> to find the hamburger meat. You know, and then and then like so I get so I get the little order or whatever, and so like you know you gotta you can't pay them though. You got to go to, like, the other counter, which is on the opposite side, which is where the people buy stuff. You know, they'll take orders for, like, gift shop stuff. So, like, here I am trying to figure out, okay, I got this order for some food. Meanwhile, I got to wait for somebody to buy, you know, a Mickey doll or something. Then I get to the lady, and then, what is it? I had the, the cup deal, right? You, know, yeah. you get the cup with the refills and all that other stuff. So I go ahead, and I, I, I said, hey, where's the mug? Me and this lady were just not understand each other i just she was like well you got mm-hmm. the cup just use the cup i'm like what about the mugs they like, get the cup i'm like where's the mug we don't have mugs like, are you sure just get the cup so i, I, I get the know, cup you know, just I put just, it in my hand just get the cup just pour it in your hand <laughs> and just just call it a day so like i never went back there again i got my little hamburger panini and i was like i'm good like i think like i don't I was like hey let's just go get your mug I'm right now i'm good we, we're going to polynesian just i don't need no extra stuff in my suitcase I'm good, but that was a very, it was a very confusing experience. It's funny you mention that because I, I we encountered two rude cast members on this entire trip, and one of them was at the, it's called the at, at the counter service over at the uh, Saratoga Springs where I was standing in line. There was nobody else in line, and there was a cash register. The, the the woman was running the cash register. I'm walk, trying to mm-hmm. watch Lily while standing there in front of the cash register, right. waiting for this woman to say, 
can I help you? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not sure, is she waiting for somebody to come back? Or did somebody place an order and like, I'll be right back, let me go run and grab a Coke or whatever. And she's just standing there. And finally, after like a few moments, I just said, do I order? I mean, are you, you ready? Me? And, you, and she said, <laughs> I've been waiting for you. Like, wow. And so anyway, there was her. And then there was the woman that um, when we first knew that we were going to extend the vacation by one more day because of the hurricane being out there. Oh, my God. That Disney cast member on the, on the phone. It was like I was sitting there saying, look, we got a bit of a situation here. we got a hurricane. It's about ready. It's in the Gulf. It should be hitting Louisiana at the exact same time our plane's taking off. We just rescheduled our flight. Southwest couldn't have been any any nicer. Didn't charge you any fees. They went ahead and switched your flight. Right. No problem. With, yep. We're done within five minutes. You know, calling them up, they're like, well, we got nowhere to put you. Can't put you anywhere in Saratoga Springs. And I'm like, okay, well, we don't care about Saratoga Springs. Is there anywhere you can put us? Well, no, I just don't see anything available in the downtown Disney area. I said, lady, I don't care about the downtown Disney area. I don't think you're understanding this. There's a hurricane. You're going to die. In the Gulf. We don't, we're, we're going to stay an extra night. Just put us somewhere for a night. We just want a night. What's available, period. The, yeah, and then <laughs> you, you audibly hear the, uh, on the other end of the line, like, uh. and, and it's like, mother, and then she quotes us, all the hotels she quotes us for, I catch her at the very end. We're about ready to book them. And then she's quoted us for the exact same day we're staying on that Friday. Not the Saturday we needed for, but the Friday. And I catch her, and I was like, we don't need a room for this day. We need the room for this day. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know what we have available. Then she had to look it up. And then, so finally we got that moved. But then she oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. She had to look it up. That's her <laughs> job, is to look yes. it up. But she, quote, unquote, had to look it up. Yes, yes. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're live bad. Oh, I totally didn't get sorry. We can't. Uh, sorry. No I, thought, I forgot we can't edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we can't edit that. Upset, huh? Just no appreciation for the fact that this is not two people booking a vacation. This is like, <laughs> lady, we just need a place to stay. We're on Disney property. We just want to stay for one more night. We don't really care. She just would not get it. Like at the very end, of it, I mean, she's still going through it. Do you want the dining plan? Like, no, it's okay. We just want. I mean, I get you got to ask it, but it's like anyway. But she still booked Eli's room for the wrong night. She wow. Went to go ahead. And add, like, uh, what you call it, Eli to the whole Disney experience. We realized that she still booked Eli for the wrong night. So then we had to go ahead. And that's how Eli was supposed to be at the All-Star Sports. Ended up at the Polynesian with us. Because by the time we called back, the All-Star Sports was, were, were it was sold out. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me, the besides all this was happening. So yeah. uh, You were doing it right. Then letting, letting Danny do all the work. No, well, no. But to, to be honest, uh, I mean, like, I was I was in a relaxation room getting my Tony yeah. stock on. And then, like, yeah, I was like, you gotta, you know, we gotta talk and everything. I was like, oh god, I thought something happened, but uh, no, we worked it out for later. But I got my, I got one last complaint, one last complaint. After we left today, this happened today. We had to go and um, talk to the bellhop, right? Because you know we were getting mm. all of our stuff transferred over right. here. And you move your, move your luggage over. Yeah. So the guy at first he was cool, like he was like, okay, well. Uh, do you, he asked me, did I want to move my, cause I got one piece of luggage, you know, um, Danny's traveling with a family, have a, you know, a lot more than me. So he asked me if I wanted to put it in their room, like, no, that's cool. But they had their room already set up in over here in the mm-hmm. Polynesian. I didn't. 
I was like, well, look, if you just take the bag and bring it over there, I'll figure it out from that point. But I'll go to my room so your bellhops don't have to because it would have taken longer for me to get my bag. I said, I'll go to my room and bring it to you. You know, so he's like, all right, cool. So I go ahead, I get the bag, I bring it back over there. And then the dude's like, hey, you know, aren't you guys catching a taxi? Why would you just take the bag with you? I'm like, because I ain't got no room to put it in. <laughs> well, you want me to just go to Ohio to breakfast and, like, trip Mickey Mouse over because I got my travel bag right there because I don't know where the hell I'm staying <laughs> at? Like, you're the bellhop. You're supposed to say, hey, look, I'll figure it out. You know, I, I guess I, I was just kind of like, hey, I'm, I was when I come to Disney, I mean, this might be a little known fact besides finding the right Jasmine. I, I I like to feel a little spoiled. I don't need somebody to tell me, just take your bag and just bring it wherever. Because, you know, you're the bellhop. That's like me being the IT guy, having someone call me say, I got a computer problem. Like, well, look, here's a manual on how to fix computers. Go read it. <laughs> so that, that kind of... That kind of turned me off a little bit. But when I got here, it was a completely different story. I mean, they were on it over here. But, yeah, Bellhop got from Massachusetts. <laughs> That's because you're at a real deluxe resort now. Right. Oh, yeah. a, and, <laughs> it was like, you know, it, again, I, I equated this from Hollywood Studios to uh, Magic Kingdom. It's like Wizard of Oz walking from black and white until full-blown color mm-hmm. with the, you know, it's called the, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, instead of the, <laughs> you saw, as soon as we walk out of our room, I mean, literally, we just walk out of our room, we put everything down, we walk out, and we're right in the middle of the fire lighting ceremony. Oh, and awesome. I, I, I went live yeah. immediately as soon as I saw it, and it was such a change from, you know, Reveille or whatever. Yeah. The <laughs> It's such a um, a welcome change. It was such a, a nice sight. I mean, I know somewhere they did movies at Saratoga Springs. We never quite stumbled across it, but yeah, I mean, I mean, but that was the only thing. And, and I, I get it. It was a transference, a transition thing. But that that just set me the wrong way. And then to add to that, once I got here at the Polynesian, now like you already with your family at Typhoon Lagoon, I had to like recharge the batteries. So when I got up, uh, I was like, oh, shoot, like my bag, my bag here, because my phone was dead. Like I, I didn't have anything in here. So I went over there, talked to the bellhop here, Polynesian, nice lady. You know, she's cute and everything, uh, very friendly and stuff. I was like, yeah, here's my little ticket, blah, 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 blah. She was like, oh, yeah, we just got your bags. We don't really know where to put them yet, but they remembered they remembered Anna having the bags, and then they remembered, mm-hmm. like, you know, they just remembered that they were supposed to, like, handle it, right? And so the right. girl talked to me, because, like, technically the bags were supposed to come over to their room, but if they're not there, yeah. my dilemma was, look, somebody's going to have to figure out how to, you know, crack this door open so I can, you know, get some new socks on or something <laughs> like that. But they were like, no. <laughs> They were like, oh, no, we got your bag. And I gave him my ticket. Like, oh, we got your bag. That lady was cool. She sent somebody to come out. Three minutes later, some dude came out with my bag. Like, here you go, sir. So I didn't even have to bother y'all, you know, with that. That's you know, good. Dilemma. So, yeah, it, it's a yeah. It's like night and day. Absolutely. I'm sur- I mean, if I had been in Saratoga Springs, it's been the opposite. The bellman probably would have told me, hey, go ahead over here by the behind the golf shack. Pick up your own bag. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, look, Kevin, I don't mean to well, speak- cut this short or anything, but my yeah. phone's about to die. I got that 20% notification like 20 minutes ago, so... No, yo, I was about to say a day and night. We know you're an hour ahead, so we want to be conscious of that, and y'all have another full day before y'all come back, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, thanks for reporting in. This was a lot of fun, and our new technology yeah. seems to be working pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so guys... We'll try. Next time, we'll be a little bit more structured. We, we ever have them structured? Yeah, not, not much. This no. was better. Yeah. Totally better. Um... <laughs> Guys on Facebook land, we're going to go ahead and sign off this live broadcast. Uh, guys, we can chat real quick after we're done. But uh, we hope you enjoyed that. And uh, I don't know if, if they're going to bro- live broadcast tomorrow, but it's possible. We'll just uh, stay tuned, set that notification so you get that uh, message that, they, that they'll go live if they do. And uh, if yes. not, we'll see catch you back in the studio with another release on Absolutely. this next One Be Wednesday. So, guys, we'll see you all. Thanks for watching our broadcast. And we're about to sign off. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Mahalo. Mahalo. Well, we hope you enjoyed this particular episode of the Magic Ari Podcast. And you'll definitely want to follow us on Facebook so that you'll know when we go live with all four of us, man. We may do it intermittently, whenever wherever we happen to be doing something like the after-dinner meals. Or we may shoot some of our recording process while we're in the Fat City Studios recording your next show. But um, if you want to learn more about us, man, magicrway.com is the way to go. There you will find our other social media links other than Facebook. You'll find some past episodes and more. You can get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicrway.com. Or you can call or send us a text at 1-815-MOWEEKEND. And help me out here, guys. That is 1815. That's right, Mo Weekend 669 4226. Or you can leave us a voicemail via our speak pipe widget on our homepage. And we have a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we have Eli, and you want to support his Project Geisha graphic novel. You can shoot us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow him on Instagram, eivory504. And on Twitter, he's Hancock10166. And of course, you can follow him on Facebook, E.H. Ivory. So you want to follow him on those social media venues so you can keep up with his latest projects that he has coming up. And next week, he'll be here to give you an update on the glory of his story. So definitely stay tuned next week for this show to get the latest on ivorycomics.com projects. And if you want to book a vacation so that you can go and check out the Polynesian uh, witness Pandora, witness the things that were mentioned on our field report, you can do so through Lee of Magical Moments Vacations, which is a platinum earmarked Disney travel agency. So if Disney trust them, so can you. You can book with Mr. Lastavica today by shooting him an email at lee at magicroway.com or call him at 413-DIZ-TRIP. That's 413-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. And keep in mind, a portion of every booking Lee makes goes to support Girl Power to Cure, as well as support the Magic Ari podcast. So it is always a good thing when you book through Lee Lastavica of Magical Moments Vacations. And of course, you can book a vacation with Lee with no hassle, Vika. If you want to support the Magic Ari podcast as a whole, you can do so through the following ways. You can click on our affiliate links on our website. You can buy us some beignets and support the show that way. You can also represent the Moeekin Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. 
And the easiest way to support the show is to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Hour Podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Mawigans, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Lee, Eli, Danny, and myself, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good, but you hear Tony Bennett, mm-hmm. but you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could probably mm-hmm. hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of, <laughs> give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get on, get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh?